Welcome back to Bat Shit Crazy, episode four. We have a great episode for you guys today. You know, all based off of a wonderful episode of The Bachelor. Um, just wanted to start off by saying a quick, happy, belated birthday to my co-host, Spencer Pierce. Hey, hey, hey. We're both in our 20s now. I'm just a little birthday guy. Yeah. we. Um, his birthday was on Monday, and we couldn't watch The Bachelor because we were celebrating. So we actually had to watch it on Tuesday and try our best to avoid the spoilers. Um, and good thing we did because it was a really, really good episode this week. So, um... Well, we almost did. We almost ran into some spoilers, yeah. Well, what was it that you saw? Because you were looking on YouTube for something to watch while we were eating lunch. And, uh, you went, oh! Yeah. I saw something about Sarah, which obviously had to do... She had to do a lot with this episode, so... Yep, this was the Sarah episode. Yeah, We've had a Victoria episode... We've really yet to have a Matt episode, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Since the whole show's about him. Yeah. Um, but definitely a dramatic episode. Um, and yeah, it was pretty much kind of the Sarah show this week. Um, and we started off with her fainting, as we saw last week. Um, the episode concluded with an unfinished rose ceremony because Sarah fainted. And that was a whole kind of... A topic of conversation amongst the girls I found it to be really interesting because a lot of the girls um a lot of the girls thought she was faking the fainting hmm. which I could see it I could like think I don't, about it though like I could see it but I also really don't believe she would do well, that like honestly I'm surprised more girls from the show don't faint because you stand there for hours on end on end during these rose ceremonies and you're in high heels and you're you're, she probably locked her knees or something. Well, I don't really buy say. that she like was faking it for attention. They, they were, um, like she already had a rose, and their their thought process was kind of like that she did it for attention, whatever. Which honestly, like, if you get a one on one rose at the rose ceremony, like Matt needs to pay her no attention whatsoever. Yeah. So, to me, it's it no seems attention. like it could have been something like that and then the other thing that i'll say that makes me buy it a little bit is that like i've never personally fainted and neither of you maybe Mm -hmm. i don't know no i'm not fainting. but um like she if you i feel like if you faint you don't just get right back up there with your rose and smile and then and then the rose ceremony's over and they're having a toast and whatever like she yeah. was smiling, she looked perfectly fine. She was like, "Yeah, sorry about that, guys," and then just got right back onto her stance and just kind of was chilling. I guess so, but I also think that we don't see the whole thing. Who knows? The whole fainting debacle could have been, you know, an hour. It could have been an hour long, but true. Well, we she, don't see all of it. She got brought outside by Matt. He gave her his coat. Yeah. Got a hug. I just don't really buy that she would. I mean, you would have to be really crazy to do that just for attention, but. I don't, well, I don't, I don't think so. Well, I don't know. I just, I don't think I just, it's that crazy on the show. Yeah, but I don't know. To get I attention. just am kind of like, really? Like, I think that's a little far. Um, and if it were to be like, like truthful and it, and it was actually like, like she was doing it for attention, then I'm shocked. But 
Honestly, I think just the logistics of things, I think that she probably had her knees locked and just felt faint. Um, But yeah, I think that it was kind of a weird way to start off the episode, Mm -hmm. but they got a little extra time together. And then we continued on with the rose ceremony, um, which went just as expected because I feel like they're giving away way too much in the promos um, every week. I feel like they did this with Tasha's season. They're, they're really not making it hard for us to know who gets eliminated in the rose ceremonies. Like, mm-hmm. that used to be a big thing in the franchise where it was, like, you watch the rose ceremonies, like, biting your nails. Like, oh, my God, who's going to go home? I, they're I'll making it, like, some, painfully clear. There's still some moments like yeah, that, but like though, they're like, what? Yeah, yeah, of course. But I think that, like, it was just more of a thing in, yeah. like, the earlier days of the franchise. And now, like, like we knew that it was going to come down to Victoria and Marilyn and then... For the promo yeah. for this week, yeah, when they showed right. it last week, they were like, Victoria was in all of them. I was yeah. like, okay, so obviously she stays. I think they did that also a lot on Tasha's season. Um, Which and it's we like need kind to of... talk about it maybe at the end of this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so not, you know, not a shock that Marilyn was sent home. Poor gal. Literally justice for Marilyn. Like, I saw a tweet or, or a meme or something, and it was like, Justice for Marilyn, like, she literally was bullied out of the house. Like, lies were made up about her, and nobody even stood up for her. Like, I don't know. I thought that was so unfair, and I just thought that it was really frustrating, and I hate when that happens when, like, innocent people in the house just get, like, bulldozed by, like, the bully and the villain of the season. Obviously, in this case, it's Victoria. Like, and, and you know what else was funny? Like... Once Marilyn was gone, Victoria was already talking shit about Sarah. And I was like, okay, she's like your next victim. Like, it's so... I I hate that. I just kind of feel like... I don't know if this makes sense, and I may need to explain it a little bit, but I kind of feel like this cast is, like, pretty selfish, if that makes sense. So, like, think about... You could see that. Think about, like, when Luke P was the villain, and all the... Like, no guy had a problem standing up to him. Yeah. But who's standing up to Victoria? Yeah. Like, Kayla said, like one thing yeah and i just kind of feel like if you're not if you're not on victoria's side like you're eventually going to get killed i think at this point they all kind of tolerate her because i think that like i think so too because when she was doing it's her like just thing go with date, it like, don't even bother all... with her like i think that it, they're right. even literally the well, fact that it's producer, like what so they probably knew her exactly <laughs> um I think at this point, they're all kind of just, like, complacent with the Victoria behavior. I think that they're kind of just like, all right, that's her, so we just have to deal with it. But even so, like, we we saw the promo where Anna talks to Victoria. Yeah, and, like, like, she spills seems the chummy. beans And they, fee- they seem like they're friends. Yeah, and then there's, like, Victoria and Kit hugging. Like, it's very just, like, yeah. strange, I think. And then we saw on the group date, like, all the girls thought Victoria was hilarious with her thing. Like, I, I just... I don't know. Like, I think the whole Victoria thing is starting to get confusing with her position with girls in the house. And, you know... Well, don't get me wrong. I think still most of the girls are like, oh my fucking God. Yeah, I think so too. What are you doing? But I also think it's like, she really put herself out there for the first two, three episodes. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if she kind of tones it back or tones it down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I guess She's we'll made see. her impression. We know who she is. Yeah, I know. It's been and made we'll clear. And we'll see her on the beach. Um, yeah. yeah, we'll see her on the beach. Um, and then, yeah, so Victoria, after that rose ceremony, like, literally was already pouncing on Sarah, Sarah which was yeah. really frustrating. But, um, you know, moving on. 
This week, we're supposed to have one one-on-one -on -one date. Um, it went to Serena P. And then we were supposed to get two uh, group dates this week. We started out with the group date. It was a... One of those, you know, those dates where you have to go up and say something. And in this case, it was about writing basically like a love scene with Matt. Um, originally, I was like cringing at the episode or at the at the date. Um, and I definitely found it cringy watching the girls like go up there. But at the same time, by the end of the episode, I think everybody was just kind of like loosened up to it and enjoyed it. And then the women talked about later in the night how it was like an empowering experience to kind of talk about that and just be open with their sexuality. And I really agree with that. I think that in, you know, in kind of like a weird way, ended up working in everybody's fav favor and just being like a fun bonding experience between everybody. Um, and I actually, you know, I actually enjoyed the date. Um, what did you think? Uh, it, was a little, it was a little odd to hear. It was, just, yeah. Just, you know, whatever. Um, I don't know. I, I just kind of feel indifferent about it 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 was good for them they it seemed like it was good for them like how everyone was saying like that was so out of my comfort zone whatever mm -hmm. um but at the same time I, I don't know I just kind of feel like I don't know yeah it's not like we've ever seen it before but at the same time it was almost there were parts it that was were almost as if we had seen it before you know what I mean yeah totally there were definitely parts that were awkward about it like I was like cringing listening to some People, well, but we couldn't even hear Victoria's. Half the thing was was bleeped literally out. bleeped out. And, um, but, you know, shout out to the producers and shout out to the team because this was genius marketing mm -hmm. for Chris Harrison's book. First of all, I didn't even know he had a book, and not you know, I didn't even know he had a book. Period. Let alone a book about that had like love scenes in it and like steamy scenes like crazy that Chris Harrison is writing about that in his free time um and genius marketing because it's now the number one bestseller on Amazon like he's got nothing else to do when he's on site though I guess like I guess he just what is he doing in Pennsylvania erotica, like <laughs> literally like but honestly genius marketing on their part I mean the book is like skyrocketed and it's just I mean that was really smart on there well, and, oh like, and we um, had um Oh, sorry, I need to interrupt. It's like in The Bachelorette when he was outside, you know, drinking his, his... rosé or whatever. Was he drinking his? Or, or he, he was, was like, drink... remember he was like eating the lobster and stuff? Yeah, but I don't think he was... Oh, I don't know. Whatever. They definitely that... plugged that once, though. They may have. They definitely did. But, you know, nothing like a good plug. I just think that uh, it was funny and overall the date was kind of like lighthearted. Um, a little awkward, but I think it was just, like, a fun experience for a lot of the girls towards the end. Not all of them. Not all of them. Um, oh, and also, since it's COVID, oh, it's similarly... Oh, transition. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Sorry. You can explain, and then we'll pretend, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, also, since COVID, like, they did this on Tasha season as well, where the studio audience would just be the rest of the cast, which made it even more awkward. Um, and it was just funny to watch, and, uh, yeah... I think that it was it, funny to watch for not for all for most of us. Yeah, good <laughs> right? one, Spencer. Thanks. And moving on to our next topic, you know, as every group date goes from the day portion to the night portion, we had our cocktail party. Um, that's, that's just not where I was transitioning. Where were you transitioning I was to? Gonna, I was trying to say that this is the first time that we heard or even, you know, yeah, remotely learned about 
Sarah's jealousy for the other yeah, girls and at the being cocktail with Matt. party. Yeah, but we saw her at the group date when they were all saying the thing. She, you could like they showed her face yeah, in the chairs, so. like, and and they, I'm awkward. pretty sure they had her saying like, "This is a lot harder than I thought." Like everyone's going up with their um like like dreams and fantasies about Matt and like I just have to sit here and I know I got my one-on-one but like you know the typical stuff that everyone says yeah which is like you've probably watched the show for how long and you know that this is happening and yeah. you're dating 30 other people but we still run into this problem every single mm, almost, season yeah yeah no I know and I think that um yeah this definitely was the first time we saw Sarah and it continued into the night where she felt so strongly about the way she was feeling that she took it upon herself to leave the mansion where the girls, the, the rest of the cast was. And she actually went down yeah, to, to the, the other wing. Yeah, to the other wing of the mansion. That's literally where their dates are. Um, and uh, interrupted a conversation between Matt and Katie. And Katie, there was a clip before that kind of set up the thing where it was like, I was really excited to talk to him because they haven't really had a lot of one-on-one time. And, you know, I think that Katie at this point is just kind of known as, like, the free free wheel, like, vibrator girl in the house. Yeah. And I think that um, she was excited for some time to kind of, you know, talk to Matt. And it was interrupted by Sarah. Um, and she was really frustrated, um, you know, rightfully so. And Sarah, or no, Katie went back and reported to the rest of the girls at, at the group date cocktail party. And they were furious. Mm-hmm. They... Um, they- uh, I think it was Victoria that that's well no to no surprise but she was like go back go back yeah, yeah she was like go back in there go back in there so Katie did and um, it was really funny and honestly yeah I had no problem with Katie's behavior that night I don't think that it was inappropriate I think that it was more inappropriate for Sarah to just go in and like mm-hmm. take their time and I, I think um, you know I, I know that Matt said like he appreciated it and he was happy to see her but like I don't know, I feel like it's frustrating when the lead does that because you should, in addition to that, you should see it from the contestant's perspective. Like, that's kind of frustrating from their end of, like, a lot of these girls haven't had any one-on-one time with you. And, you know, Katie even mentioned, like, she's like, I got half of a one-on-one date last time. I didn't Mm -hmm. even get to go to the cocktail party. Um, So she was really excited for this. And then Sarah comes in and she had her one-on-one already and, you know, whatever. Yeah. I understand, you know, the point of view where it's, like, it was um, kind of just, like, she said it was, like, eating her alive and blah, blah, blah. It was just really hard for her. But I do think there were other, there were times that she could have, you know, done this. There were other times she could have done this and approached Matt. And I think that this was just kind of, like, an inappropriate time to do it. And it clearly pissed off a lot of the girls. Well, the other thing is, is everyone's going through... I can't remember. Do you think was it Katie that said no, like No, it was I think it was somebody It might have been Anna. I think it was Anna. But they she was like not a single person in this room wants to share Matt with thirty other girls, but like you don't see us going and stealing other people's times and like talking about it. Which she's right. I like, think everyone... someone said like someone said like if I went up to Matt every single time I was insecure, like Yeah. Like you none of you guys would, you would have see him, to... yeah. Like mm-hmm. If, yeah, exactly. Well, they have a point. Like, I understand, obviously, it's tough for Sarah, but she does need to realize that it's the 
well, obviously she, obviously she doesn't know what episode it is, but as us watching, it's the third episode and she's gotten one of how many one-on-ones? Two? One yeah. of three? No, one of... One of this, two. At, yeah, exactly. No, what? Some... Who's the... Who's the... um? Oh, Kylie? The lingerie girl? Yeah. I didn't even know she was still there. Yeah, I know. It's Yeah, it was really... It was just really bad. Like, and just I think... putting things into perspective, like, everyone is going through that. And it yeah. just immediately paints you out to be a villain and a target when and, you do that. Yeah, and then in addition, like, after the cocktail party, like, the girls were talking about the fact that, like, she wouldn't come out of her room. And I kind of have mixed feelings about that because um, I feel like um, if I were in that situation, I would definitely probably want to retreat and, like, just be alone and, like, deal with things on myself. I mean, by myself. But um, in the same vein, though, like... I hate saying this, but it's just kind of part of the experience. Like, you can't, like, it kind of puts you against everyone no, else when is, you're, yeah, like, you're right. like, kind of just, like, putting the pieces together. Like, you already had your one-on-one time. You, um, you know. Got a rose from the one-on-one. Yeah, you got a rose you... from the one-on-one. You had extra time with him because, not, you know, not because, oh, you fainted for this reason, but you did. You got a little yeah, bit of extra she, time with him. But that's the reality of it. Yeah, and he, he has expressed, you know, strong feelings for you already, and, you know, it's week three of this experience and you're having the feelings that everybody in the house is ha- is having, but, you know, it's really hard. It just, it kind of makes you look like a diva. I'm not saying that she looks like, I mean, diva isn't, d- diva doesn't always have a negative connotation, but in this, in this way, I think that it did kind of have a negative, um, you know, connotation where she was just like, just it kind of. It was greedy of her. Yeah. Like, she had so many things going for her and like. Quite honestly, all she had to do was sit back and just kind of, like, let let their journey go as far as it took them. But, like, she really jumped the gun mm-hmm. and, yeah. you know, put a target on her back, which eventually, you know, we'll get to it. But yeah, why don't we, why don't we move on a little bit? Yeah. Um, just to quickly kind of mention Katie, um, we talked about her at the uh, group, group cocktail party. She was the one who was interrupted by Sarah, and I just wanted to kind of shout her out this episode. Like, I think that in the beginning, and even with the promo stuff, we kind of were like, oh god, Katie's gonna be a a force on this season. She's may even be the villain. Like, she walked on with the vibrator, the whole thing. And she was, in a lot of ways, she was painted to be pretty immature. Um, But in this episode, I definitely had a newfound, like, like, I I just think that she, I admire her a lot. I think that she was the only one who had the guts to go up to Victoria, I mean, not Victoria, Sarah, and just talk to her about it. And it wasn't in a mean way. Like, after Sarah interrupted, she just said, like, look, like, this is how it made me feel that you did that. Like, here's it from my perspective. And I think Sarah understood that. Um, But she also said to Sarah, you know, girl, you gotta get it together because this is gonna be a long process. And if you don't think you can handle it, like... Just leave now. Like, leave now, yeah. Because another thing that she pointed out was... um... She was like, I don't want to be a backup plan to anyone. Well, exactly. So so they had one conversation after the group date cocktail party. And then later in the episode, um, after Sarah was pretty much bombarded by the rest of the cast, which is a whole other, you know, topic. Um, you know, like, as we mentioned, Sarah was kind of isolating herself, going up to her room, not talking to any of the girls, you know, just like separating herself from the girls, which kind of just creates even more tension, in my opinion. And, um, you know, all the girls were pretty pissed at her. I'm sure Katie was included in that. But she kind of had the guts to go up to Victoria. Oh, my God. Go up to Sarah. Sorry. After that whole, 
scene where Sarah finally did come down and she was basically bombarded by a lot of the girls in the house, including Victoria, Anna, Kit, you know, a lot of the girls. MJ said something to her. And I think that some of it was warranted. I, I think some of it kind of crossed the line um, in just kind of being like plain unkindness. Um, but it was really admirable that Katie, after that, went up to Victoria. Sarah. What is wrong with me? I'm just thinking like, I I think like villain, Victoria. Just think Sarah. Okay, sorry. Went up to Sarah's room and talked to her and they had a really nice conversation and like kind of shared, um, you know, this moment where Katie opened up about about her father's, you know, passing and his health, um, you know, and Sarah obviously said that, you know, her father unfortunately has ALS and it's really sad and hard to be away from her family. And I think that it was a really nice moment, and I think that it was nice, especially, you know, having been the one who was interrupted by her and kind of, like, had this whole thing started with Sarah. It was really admirable that that, um, Katie went up there and, like, just talked to her and said, like, are you okay? You know, just checked on her. So that was really, I think, it was was really heartwarming in my opinion. Um, And I think that, you know, previously she was painted as just kind of like this wild child vibrator, you know, whatever. And she really stepped it up this episode. And even then, after, went down to the girls and just said, you know what? She's dealing with family stuff. Um, She's decided, you know, whatever she decided. Um, And, you know, let's keep it classy. I really appreciated when she said that. Like, let's keep keep it classy. Because I think that she even even said to to Sarah and said, um, yeah, like, that was too much. And I just think that she handled it really well and... I don't know. I, I was really impressed by her this episode. Um, mm-hmm. Not to go on a little rant there, but I was, I don't know, I really no, liked that. No, definitely not. Sorry, sorry. Definitely not. Um, something else I wanted to mention. What? Where is Victoria shopping? Are she you looks shopping? looks like she's, she's shopping at, um, she like just got out of the Claire's phase and now she's shopping at, um... What's the, what's the play? Juicy, um, th- Juicy they have, Couture? Yeah. <laughs> that's no, 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 no. What do you mean, no? I was gonna, that's not, like, you don't, I don't think their address is at Juicy Couture. There must be, because that's where she's getting them from. No, I think, I, I just wanted to mention Victoria's dress at the cocktail party. Like, it's like, you went from one puffer sleeve to the next. It's just not a flattering look, and it's really... It's just really not doing it for me. And every single time I see her, I'm like, girl, what are you wearing? Look at those. Spencer just looked up juicy couture dresses. Look at those. Those are not... You don't think she would wear that? No, Spencer. Yeah, no, she would. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, and then do you want to... I don't remember where we were. We can just talk about the one-on-one. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, so, um... Uh, what is her name? We're having trouble here today. Yeah, okay, so Serena is ready to go on the one-on-one. Matt, you know, goes upstairs, whatever. Comes back down. And and Victoria, I said it to Kenley, it was the first, like, competent thing she ever said. Mm-hmm. She goes... It's Serena's Matt, or Matt day. was talking about Sarah saying, if anyone has a problem, I would have done that for anyone. And Victoria says, okay, but now it's, it's Serena's day. Or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was nice. Yeah, no, it was like the first nice thing I've ever heard out of that girl's mouth. So they go, um, they uh, they ride horses. Mm-hmm. Nice, cute, fun. 
They have a picnic, a little charcuterie board. Super cute. So nice. I loved the date. Another one. It was just like another like feel good one like Brie. I'm still team Brie, don't get me wrong. But like, yeah, I'm just really digging like the dates this season and I'm just, I don't know. It was another just like feel good date and they really seemed to like hit it off and Matt seemed very invested in it as well. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was super cute. I like the, the, my favorite part was the pictures that they took. Yeah. Oh my God. Those were so cute. Yeah. Um, so then. And then they had a great dinner portion. They just. Yeah. Kind of just talk. What's up with the hot tubs? It's just. Is it just cause it's like, Ooh, it's cold. And our bachelor has like 28 pack of abs. So let's show that every time we can. Probably. Yeah. And Serena is also really young. She's 22. She's one of the young girls Mm -hmm. in the house. Um, Kit's 21. So, you know, but there are some, but you know what though? Like, I don't know. I find her to be really mature. I mean, we don't know a lot about her yet, but I've really enjoyed what we've seen. And I think that, you know, even, even with the whole Sarah thing, like she was like, it's fine. Like, you know, whatever. We'll, we'll go on our date. You know, I have a whole, she, yeah, she said when Matt went up to comfort Sarah, she was like, it's all right. I have a whole day with him. Like, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. she was just understanding. And I think that she's very mature from what we've seen so far. Um, but we, we love Serena. She was so great. Mm-hmm. Um, not just another like feel good date. Yeah. They're all pretty good. It just, they seem, I keep complaining about it, but they all just seem kind of like shallow. If that makes sense. Like I, I just feel like there's not a lot of dates with like depth to them. That, yeah. But like, that's ooh, like the riding show, horses. Like, Yay. I know. But like, what like, are you going to do? Done. I know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a hater. Yeah. I think you are. Thanks. Um, and then after the one-on-one, we were supposed to get another, um, <laughs> we were supposed to get another group date that week and they get the date card. Sarah's still upstairs. And, um, as Rachel be like opens the card, was going to read it. Um, she starts, she opens it up and then, uh, Sarah comes down. Like, right behind her. Like, yeah. bum, bum, bum. Yeah. So, um, um, so yeah, we'll, um, you know, we kind of touched on that before, um, but this was the part where Sarah finally came down and some of the girls really bombarded her, um, just kind of with unkind comments, and I think that, you know, as I mentioned, I understand expressing concern. I understand being frustrated, but I don't really, I mean, it makes the show good, but, um, you know, there were just some, like, mean comments made. Like, I also think that, you know, some girls that uh, stood out, obviously Victoria, she just made, like, kind of rude comments to Sarah the whole time. And um, also, I want to talk about Anna because... (laughs) Everyone's saying that she's Hannah B's lookalike, whatever. I was like, oh, she looks nice. And then she seemed kind of, like, off the first night. And I was like, okay, like, whatever. Like, maybe she'll be nice. And honestly, I kind of get bad vibes from her, too. Like, I feel like... Yeah, I think she that kind of, of her and Victoria really kind of... Solidified things where she was just, like... I mean, you said, like, her face. Uh, yeah, like, I'm just going to save it, my comment. Because if she ever, like, comes on the show, I would feel too bad. Yeah, I think that... It, it, she definitely sometimes has a stank face. Yeah, she does. And I think that, like, you know, and you don't, you never know what you are going to look like on television. But from her, like, from what we've seen, you know, there are some clips in the future about, like, 
her being like, people warned me about this girl. Apparently she entertains men for money. Like, I just kind of think that she... She just right now, it. she's putting her she's putting herself in the drama. She is putting herself in the drama. Like, I and then she just made like some you know comments to Sarah, and I understand she's probably frustrated. She hasn't gotten a lot of time with Matt, but at the same time, she's kind of just putting herself like lower and lower on the totem pole in right. my pers- per you know opinion. Like, yeah, yeah. she's like grouping herself with Victoria at this point because she's making such like strange comments, and I'm like. I, I just, I don't know. That's, she, what, that's what I was going to say. I feel like she's just kind of like a tag along. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, she always needs to have someone else's opinion to piggyback on. She seems like a catty, like, high school girl. Like, I don't know. She just seems like catty. Yeah. That's my perception she of her so far. She also scored, like, three points on the Bachelor bracket this week. I put her on my team. I don't know why. Yeah, but I don't know. I just think that she... So thanks a lot. Like, even she mentioned, you know, when Sarah fainted, she was like, she's just doing it for attention. And I'm kind of like, really? Like, she just. Well, she was like, I didn't get a rose again. Who cares? Yeah. Like, I don't know. She's just, in my perception of her, we don't know her that well, but she, the way she's been edited and the the things that she's been saying, like, I think that she's kind of starting to group herself as like a drama contestant versus, you know, someone who's really there. For that, um, for for what it's you know meant for, and then I just also wanted to shout out Kit. Kit is just a savage. Um, originally, I was like, wow, like she she came in with like that bougie car. Like she definitely just seems like bougie, and also like for lack of a better term. Yeah, I just think that she she's kind of just like a savage and not always in a bad way. I kind of got like some like weird vibes from her in the beginning, but no, I still think she's kind of weird. Yeah. I think she's a little weird, but I think that she, I don't know. I feel like she owns it. She owns who she is. And I think that, you know, she even made some comments this go around that were just like straight up, like, wow, she really ruined the vibe of tonight or like, you know, things like that. Like she said to Sarah, you know, you better get it together. Or your, your situation for living is going to be really unpleasant. Like, She's right. Yeah, I mean, there's a good point there, but I just thought it was pretty realistic. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. I thought that it was just, um, you know, I just wanted to shout out Kit because I thought that it was kind of like, I don't know, in my opinion, it was kind of funny. But um, but yeah, and then the girls bombarded her, which was just really unfortunate. As I mentioned, Katie then went upstairs, kind of confided with uh, Sarah and they had a nice talk. And then eventually Sarah, you know, tells Katie that she's decided that she's going to leave. Mm-hmm. So early on, she already got a one-on-one, like, I understand, you know, with her dad's health and everything, maybe going home was the best decision, but... I think that was probably, like, I think she kind of downplayed that a little bit, because it was, she definitely talked about it a lot, but then when she was talking to Katie, it was kind of just like a throw-in at the end. Well, she even said, she said, it's not just because of my right, dad's health. Right, right, but I think, I don't know, it's probably more than that, and honestly, in retrospect, like... It's it's the complete correct decision. Well, I went on her Instagram and checked, and it looks like her dad's still alive, which is good. Yeah. But, like, can you imagine how guilty she would have felt of course, if something of course. happened? Yeah. And I think, I think, too, you know, there's always talk with, you know, these contestants that this, this type of thing happens where it's, like, you don't know how this show works. Like, like you know, for like example... Matt? Well, not even that, but with like every day, with like, like Maddie Pruitt. Tell me about Pruitt. your pops. I know, <laughs> like with Maddie Pruitt, you know, with like the fantasy suites when she people got there was a lot of controversy over that, and people got really upset over the fact that she was upset that or didn't want him to sleep with other women. 
a lot of people had the argument of like, well, don't you know how this show works? Like that happens yeah. on this show. Yeah. And it's kind of something you have to be okay with. I have, you know, I have my issues with that argument because I think that people's feelings are valid, like regardless of the show or not. But you can kind of make that argument here with Sarah. You know, she mentioned that she had, you know, loyalty, like insecurity. She has like, you know, she had jealousy problems and stuff. Right. And She dated g Easy. I know. They're... I mean, what what kind of guys are we picking? I know, literally. But I think that... I hate g Easy. <laughs> I think that she... I don't know, part of me, since she left so early, it's kind of like, girl, like, why didn't you think this through? Like, I feel like you kind of have to be very realistic with yourself when going into this situation where it's like, hey, I have jealousy issues. Maybe I shouldn't go on a show where somebody's going to be dating 30 other women. But I also think on the other side of that, she may have wanted to step outside of her comfort zone. And, and there were probably times where she was like, whoa, like, this is a lot easier than I thought it would, yeah, like, would be. Yeah, that's true. But it's kind of one of those things that, like, you don't really realize how difficult it is until you're in it. Yeah, until that's Until you see, you know, all those other girls pulling up to the mansion and hugging Matt and getting roses and stuff like that. Yeah, um, totally. I don't know. I, I don't... I don't really have a problem with her leaving so early. I think that she probably was alone with her thoughts for most of the time yeah. and if this is what she came if this is how she came to the conclusion then so yeah, be and it. even and even katie said you know if this is what you think is best for you then go for it um but yeah it was um yeah i think it was just kind of like a complicated situation um but i do think that she made the best decision for herself ultimately and sarah is now gone she also left and then katie was like sarah so sarah left and everyone was like what Everyone was like, yay. Like, Everyone was like, wait, wait. Did no one see her walk out? Yeah, I don't know. She maybe went through the back door. Maybe. But She's... it was, yeah, it was pretty crazy. And I think that um, it was it was an intense. Yeah, I think so too. I think, you know, you got to do what you got to do. But overall, it was a good episode. It was definitely dramatic, that's for sure. Um, and, you know, as I mentioned before, we didn't get a lot of uh, drama with Tasha's season. Um, we didn't get a lot of drama with Tasha's season, and so it was refreshing to get a little bit of drama uh, this go around. Um, and speaking of Tasha's season, just you know, just before we, we do <laughs> I our, I was going to uh, leave this to the end, but I don't really care anymore. <laughs> do you want to just talk about it now? Hold on. You, you you kind of mention it, and I'm going to pull up the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to so, do a dramatic reading. So, um, you know, as we all know, uh, Taisha became the Bachelorette because Claire Crawley, within minutes of meeting Dale Moss... Baby. Yeah. Um, oh, knew God. that he was her husband-to-be. Um, and... That is the most absurd sentence, and like, of all time. we... We saw them get engaged within a matter of, like, two episodes. Um, we saw the sweat dripping down Dale's face when the producers and Chris Harrison looked at him and said, you gotta propose today. Um, we all felt the awkwardness. Um, and, you know, people wonder, will this last? Will this last? Um, obviously, we were rewarded with a beautiful season. Congratulations to Zach and Taisha. We love you. Um, but checking up on our friends, Claire and Dale, um, I'm going to do a quick dramatic reading. 
yeah, we're going to do a quick, uh, Spencer's going to do a quick dramatic reading of the Instagram post that Dale posted, I think, last, last literally, evening. Literally, like, straight off an Instagram story. Yep. And, like, um, <laughs> and there was speculation about, you know, the news, but it was confirmed. Mm-hmm. Spencer? Cue the music. I wanted to share with you all that Claire and I have decided to go our separate ways. <gasps> <gasps> We appreciate the love and support we've received from so many people. Pause. Who? Who? How many people? Play. But this is the healthiest decision for both of us at this time. We strongly believe in leading with love and always remaining true to oneself, something our families have taught and instilled in us throughout our lives. We only hope the best things for one another. Here's my question. Let's go take a quick look. Grab your phone if you're listening. Let's go take a quick look at Claire Crawley's Instagram. January 9th. That's 11 days ago. By the time this is out, it'll be 12 days ago. There's a post of the two of them almost kissing that says, let's never leave. What happened in the last 12 days that we don't know about? Yeah. There was speculation about them not being together anymore because I think they deleted photos of each other, but... This was then confirmed by Dale, um, came not as a shock. Um, no, almost as... I mean, it was definitely, like, shocking to hear, but, like, it was also, like, I'm not surprised. You know what I would compare it to? You know those, like, prank gum sticks that you pull out and it kind of hits your finger? Yeah. It's like that. It's like, you know you're going and you're gonna hurt your, like, you're gonna, gonna get hurt. surprised. So, like... But you know it's coming. But you know it's coming, but... Exactly. You know it's coming, but when it still happens, you're like... Hmm, Ow. What? Yeah. Like, yeah, I just think that... Oh, oh I was texting God. about it with some friends today. I will say, I do feel badly for Claire. I think that Peach, her... Uh, the decision for her as a bachelorette was just a huge mistake, in my opinion. I think that there were definitely, um, you know, positives and attributes about her as a bachelorette, but I just think that, like... With her, like, hunger for love and, like, hunger and for a mate and, a, and babies. Hunger and I understand. She's, <laughs> she's, she's in her 40s. Like, I understand, like, if she wants to have kids, she, you know, might need to do it soon. But I understand, like, the hunger that she has for that. But I just think that, like, with her as a bachelorette, like, I just don't know that it was the best decision. And then kind of, like, she took the bull by the horns and, like, made the season her own within, you know minutes of meeting dale like it was like this obsession with him i hope she gives uh jason a call me too poor jason i i, I honestly feel bad for claire like it's like what is this? i feel bad i but... think this is the fourth time she's gone on the show and it's like oh my god i feel like it's like not to be rude but it's like kind of embarrassing it like, is it's a just kind of like but it's also like just claire i think she deserves love and i think that she's a good person at heart i just feel kind of bad because it's like on the public eye and i just think that it's like she kind may of need to start filling out adoption papers yeah she's getting towards this the curtain is closing yeah i, I feel, hope you know what i hope they get back together i you know i'm wishing them well but it was definitely just like oh well oh the sky's blue finally happened yeah yeah it was a little crazy um let's but, move on to our 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 final segment our ending segment. You know what it is. You know what I do. You know the batshit crazy rose ceremony. Take it away, Kenley. I touched on this a little bit before, so my rose will come as no surprise to our listeners. 
my rose goes to Katie this episode. I really think she stepped it up. Um, I really admired her maturity and the way that she kind of stood up to the, you know, unkind girls in the house, but not in an, a way that was attacking people. She just kind of said, you know, let's keep it classy. There's no need to be unkind. Um, and stood up for Sarah, um, while also like recognizing that what she did was kind of messed up. I think that she just really, you know, held herself well this episode and I was just really impressed with her. So my rose this episode is gonna go to Katie. Good choice, you, you said that uh, when we were planning for this and I said, what did I say? Oh shit? Yeah, Something you were like, like oh that. shit. that was gonna be mine. An easy second place, Chris Harrison. I mean, that is one of the most shameless and successful plugs that there ever has been. The number one best-selling book on Amazon. Literally the next morning, it was number one bestseller. How did that happen? Not sponsored. Right. Unless. No, I'm kidding. I mean, shit. But my rose goes to Chris Harrison, the Chris Harrison marketing team. Um, I will not be reading your book, but that's okay. I think that's I think that's about it. Um, unfortunately... One of us has has to hit the road in a few days, so this is our last in-person episode until for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. Um, but you'll hear you'll hear our beautiful voices on Zoom every Thursday. We'll continue, and uh, we look forward to sharing more stuff on our our socials. Batshit Crazy Podcast on Instagram. Maybe get maybe get a Twitter up in the next few days, few weeks. But um, that's all for now. We'll see you next week.